KJAMS 105.3. You're sitting there pretty with me, your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy in the morning. How you doing this morning? I hope that this Sunday morning is going easy like your gospel should be. If this is your first time with me, then allow me to reintroduce myself. They call me Preach Easy, not because I'm easy on the eyes, but because I believe the gospel should be easy like your Sunday morning. That means here on KJAMS 105.3, we're going to be diving into the nitty gritty. You know, answering the question that you ask yourself in the middle of the night, like, who am I? What is my purpose? Why did God make me? Well, I believe all the answers to that are real simple because they start with you, actually. The journey getting there, the journey getting there is where it can get a little tough, where it can get a little difficult. But that's where I come in. As your favorite radio reverend, as the most poppin' podcast pope. Oh, yeah. I'm on all streaming platforms, so that means all you got to do to stay tuned in and up to date is just type in Preach Easy. You can type it in wherever it is that you listen to your music, you get your podcast. Heck, I made it so simple, you can even type it in on Google. You just type in Preach Easy. That's P-R-E-A-C-H. Put a little space in between there. E dot Z, and that'll keep you tuned in and up to date, especially as we are diving in today, talking all about the difference between judgment and and discernment so we're going to be diving into the nitty-gritty today but before we dive too far into the word for what god has in store for you let's go ahead and gather up those issues those challenges those problems and situations we may have been carrying with us for the past week the past month lord it may have been for some years or however long whatever the case may be let's give over those issues challenges and situations over to god now for this moment so we can hear what god has in store for us for this preaching moment so go ahead gather up those issues, those challenges, those situations, and let's just exhale them out. Just breathe them off your spirit. Just. <sighs> and now that we've created a space to move in the groove, let's breathe on in the promises, the blessings, the good news, and the gospel that the Lord has in store for us in the next week, the next month. Lord, if you're able and you're, you're willing, and we know you are, we'll take in the next 30 minutes, Lord, in the next 30 seconds. So go ahead and breathe on in the promises, the blessings, the good news, and the gospel that the Lord has in store for you this upcoming week. Go ahead and breathe it on in now. Just... And now that we've created a space to move into groove, our spirit has been settled. Let's dive on into talking all about the difference between judgment and discernment. Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 through 6 begins simply like this. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. The verse continues in three. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. The verse goes on in verse 6 and says, Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. See, if you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
for many people when hearing this verse, as many verses that we uncover and go through our show, our first initial response may be, well, that's pretty tough and difficult. See, judgment has been a key essential asset to the human survival kit since our very inception. Since the moment that Adam and Eve were kicked out of Eden and were forced to forage on their own throughout the lands, judgment has been a key tool in allowing humanity to figure out what is dangerous and what is safe. Judgment has been a a key asset and tool, allowing humans to very much early on understand which organisms would lead to our safety and our survival, and which organisms quickly led to our death. But yet, here we are in this verse saying, judge not, or you too will be judged. See, to judge is to assign qualities. And while for early humans, judgment is a necessary uh, skill or necessary assignment for survival, as we move through humanity's history, we see that judgment can oftentimes lead to us assigning qualities to others or to people, and those qualities that are assigned oftentimes are not the reality. Oftentimes, our judgment, as we see throughout history amongst humanity, our judgment may start off as an attempt to create safety, to create walls and boundaries, communities where we can feel survival constantly progressing. But at times, this judgment quickly crawls into something more where once judgment was meant to keep us safe and to protect our survival, judgment quickly creates walls that divide us. As we see throughout history, judgment is simply to assign qualities without the actual reality of those qualities being evident or seen. Judgment does not require some past experience or the reality of what we see. Instead, judgment creates an amalgamation of assumptions. And this amalgamation of assumptions quickly limits our reality. Not only does it limit our reality for what we can do, but it limits our reality for what we can be. The verse goes on, starting in Matthew chapter 7, verse 3. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is still a plank in your eye? The verse on Matthew was given by Jesus in his series of of sermons on the mountain. These sermons are seen and understood to be quintessential to the cornerstones of Christian foundation and faith. And yet for so many Christians and Christ followers, judgment has been this key ability that we have yet to release for ourselves. Now, if you're not a Christian, then stick with judgment. If you're not a Christ follower looking to be better than who they were yesterday, then judgment is just fine for you. Because judgment allows for survival. It allows you to figure out what's safe and what may cause danger, but it does not allow for a lot of space for growth. Because what judgment does is it assigns qualities without the reality always being brought into the equation. Many times judgment simply relies on our own past personal experiences and that can be limited especially by our own judgment. And so the future that we can craft or create is sorely limited. 
Judgment limits our reality to simply being an amalgamation of assumptions that limit us and hold back our potential. Early humans in their development, in their aim for survival, attempting to figure out whether this was a strawberry or some poison ivy, whether to figure out this would feed our community and our family or this would lead and result in desolation and destruction. Early humans had to rely on judgment. They had to rely on their own assumptions, but this is simply limited. What God wants for us is so much more than just survival. See, when humans were having to deal with the enemy, facing death, destruction, theft, survival was all that we needed. But God promised us life, and life more abundantly. And so, to support that, God delivered and gave us discernment. Discernment is different than judgment because where judgment assigns qualities to the world around us, discernment reveals qualities about the world around us. Where judgment forces us to make a decision about something that we have not actually experienced or gotten to know, discernment reveals to us these qualities instead of assigning them to the world, allowing us to actually engage with reality instead of forcing us to deal deal with a fictitious picture that does not give us the clear idea of what it is we're actually dealing with. See, judgment may have worked for basic survival, but we have moved way past that as homo sapiens sapiens, as followers of Christ, as people who simply want to be better than they were yesterday, better than they were last week, better than they were two weeks ago, people who simply want to grow and develop. Survival, judgment, is simply not enough. Judgment will keep humanity divided. It will keep Congress members at each other's throats. It will keep genocides going on. It will keep poverty continuing. It will keep institutions and structures that are meant to disenfranchise those to continue to disenfranchise those. But discernment, the revelation of qualities and identities instead of the assignment of it, is really where God gets to shine. See, for many of us, this idea of not judging sometimes comes out of a fear of protection and survival. God is not asking you to go out into the world blind and allowing yourself to be attacked or divided or snuck up on, but instead God is asking you not to go into the world carrying a chip on our shoulder or assuming what is out there instead of going into the world with judgment on our hearts and in our mind, going into the world with discernment still awards us the same ability for survival, but where Judgment does not give us prosperity, discernment does. Where judgment keeps us on survival, discernment gives us a life worth living. One free from pains and assumptions. One's free from fictitious arguments based around misunderstanding simply because we assumed instead of identified. 
The last verse for many may be confusing or contradictory. It sometimes feels like Jesus just threw in this random last verse about the dogs arguing at the end. But I would argue the verse with the dogs at the end. Where Jesus says, do not give dogs what is sacred in verse 7-6. Do not throw your pearls to pigs, for if you do, they trample them under their feet, and then they will turn and tear you to pieces. If you go into this situation judging dogs and assuming that dogs and pigs will have the same ideas and qualities that you do, that you came into the world with, well... You would assume that your dog wouldn't tear up your $400 Gucci slides, instead would go for the really cheap Walmart slides. But if you are discerning and identifying, allowing the world to reveal to you the qualities, you'll quickly recognize that what makes a dog a dog means that the dog doesn't recognize the difference between $400 slides or $4 slides. If they smell like you, the dog wants a bite of them. And so judgment will put you in the situation to where you're angry at a dog for being a dog, where discernment will have you in a situation where you would never put the dog in a situation to where they would have access to your sacred treasures. The idea is that judgment may have helped early humans with their survival, may have helped early humans understand the difference between what was safe and what was dangerous, but what it did was limit our ability for growth. It limited our ability for compassion and connectivity. When we allow judgment to assign qualities to the world around us, instead of revealing them to us, it created walls within humanity. But that was based on survival. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God brings life and brings it abundantly. And to do that, to that end, God gives us the ability of discernment, not an assigning of qualities to the world around us. Instead, a revelation of what is around us. A revelation of the reality of which we exist in. Not this amalgamation of assumptions that limits us. The verse in the text goes on and it talks about how in 7.3 we look at a brother and we see that they have a single small speck in their eye while we have a whole plank. Judgment limits us the very same way. By assuming and looking at the world at everything else, when we look at, the, at others, at our brothers and sisters, our non-gender conforming followers of Christ, and we say, well, look what you've done or look what you're carrying, we're in fact only revealing the same limited reality that we've placed upon. Upon ourselves. When we say that people who look like us can't create a successful space, what we're really saying and limiting is that in our own homes, in our own living rooms, we can't create a space that's safe. When we look out and we judge others that look like us or talk like us, and we simply say or we simply assume that they can't succeed, that they can't make it, that they won't progress or go anywhere, we're limiting our own reality constantly. Judgment is a tool of survival, but you were made for so much more. You were made for life and life abundantly. You weren't made to simply scrap by, to survive when the enemy tries to steal, kill, or destroy. You were made to prosper, to move greater and beyond that, to be greater than our smallest and greatest, most harshest difficulties, to overcome our strongest challenges. You were made to prosper, to live. But that can only happen 
once we move past the assumptions that we place in our life through judgment and we move towards the revelation of discernment. Judge not, or you too will be judged. For when we judge, we limit our own reality. When we judge, we assume and create an amalgamation of our assumptions instead of facing reality for what it really is. Judgment may work for survival, but you are worth so much more. You're worth living, you're worth prospering, and you're worth discerning your own future. And it is just that easy. This is your favorite radio reverend, Preach That was my interpretation of judgment versus discernment. Let me know your interpretation down below if you had any thoughts about Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 6. Let me know if you liked any part of this, and if you did, make sure to like, comment, send it to a friend. And no, I'll be praying for you to hear from me again. Your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy, signing off.